just admitted, where ex-deans and directors of admission give insight into what students need to know about the college admissions process. I'm Rachel, a former assistant dean of admissions at Swarthmore College, and today I'm joined by Zach, a former senior director of admissions at Boston College. So today we're answering the top question that's making the rounds right now. Just admit it. What should I write about in my personal statement? I'm excited to have this conversation today. I actually love uh, working on essays with students, and I I enjoyed reading them, too, when I was in admissions. Um, So I feel like there's a lot we can talk about. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully sharing some useful tips. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, you know, I, I can't um, echo it any better. Uh, I think the essay is is by far the most interesting part of the uh, the application. Excuse me, um, but it's by far the trickiest, um, and it's something I always really enjoyed, um, you know, trying to help students with when I was working on the admission side. It's definitely my favorite part of helping students now as part of Ivy Wise. Um, as a former newspaper editor in college as well, I think I'm one of the few people in the world who, who love grammar. Um, so to me, it's also an, a window into that. So uh, it, it's fun to see these ideas come to life and, and how these essays come from kernel to just this beautiful finished product. So I'm, I'm excited to, to uncra- uh, uh, decode a, a little bit of, of this confusion and a little bit of this um, kind of big mystery surrounding how to write a, a great essay. That's great. I love, uh, I love the grammar part. I've I learned mean, a lot even yeah. just from working with Ivy Wise and the people who are super into grammar. So I think a good place to start for this conversation is a little bit of maybe an acknowledgement or a recognition of what some students may be feeling right now, um, that this is hard, right? This is a hard thing to do, writing this 650-word personal statement. And I know we can think of quite a few reasons, like why that is, Um but one of them is timing, because I think that's probably on everyone's minds right now with the start of school. Um, you know, seniors have a lot going on. And that's true of senior year in a normal year, like let alone in a pandemic with school shifting to online or some kind of mix. Um, so I think the timing of writing the personal statement can be a real challenge for seniors. Um So I think that's something that's important to recognize. Oh, I I couldn't agree more. I think, um, you know, we're all getting back into school now and, um, and there's a lot of pressures that come with senior year, right? You know, it's, it's often the most difficult year in terms of the classes that students are taking. Um, they know there's a lot in front of them, just even in applying to college and, and the emotional stress that just comes with that idea. Um, and so it, it can be really difficult to just even get your arms wrapped around, um, how to write this personal statement, um, And for anybody who's listening, you know, whether you're a student or or a parent um, who is feeling that stress or feeling like it's it's hard to get started, um, that is the exact place uh, that you probably should be. Um, You know, it's it's this is not something that's easy, um, but, you know, if if it were easy, um, it wouldn't be such an important part of the application, I I don't think, because it it is so meaningful to to read uh, these really, really well done essays. Um, And it's hard to write 
you know, those sort of really well done essays. Um, so it is a challenge and, and the hardest place to be is at the very beginning. Um, but, uh, it, it does kind of work itself out as you, you know, draft and, and, and write and, and really be true to yourself. Um, and those are, are some things we're definitely going to unpack, uh, in this conversation. So what, what would you say, like, what's a good tip for someone who probably has been thinking about this essay a lot and maybe has been, is just a little like immobilized and hasn't been able to get started yet? Yeah. Uh, you know, writer's block is a thing, right? You know, famous authors, um, struggle with this. Um, and, uh, it is something that I think plagues a number of students as they try to approach this essay. Um, and my biggest tip for students, um, is really just to really, you know, kind of take the pressure away first of, you know, I have to produce this, you know, beautiful piece of work, um, you know, that is, you know, going to be the reason I, I get into a school or don't get into a school. You know, it's, it's first of all, not that, um, you know, it is not the, the thing that is going to dictate your entire, um, college application. Um, it certainly is important. And, and I know that, um, you know, we can certainly also talk about its role in the admission process, but, um, before we get there, you have to write it. Right. Um, and so I usually encourage students to think of this process as a sculptor thinks of, of his statues, right? He has a huge big block of clay, um, and, or a big block of marble, excuse me. He has a huge big block of marble. Um, and you just have to start chipping away here and there, right? You're not immediately going to create this perfect piece. Um, and so in the same way, write about a couple of things, you know, think about a couple of topics um, that relate to the, the prompts available to you, whether that's um, through the common application, the coalition application, um, a school specific application, you know, read those prompts and, and really just kind of sit with which ones resonate with you. Um, but then also just think about a couple of the more meaningful aspects uh, of who you are, um, whether that are, you know, those are certain involvements that you have, um, whether there are certain relationships that you have, whether it's just certain pieces of your personality that, that you um, kind of recognize as, as what makes you, you, uh, and just start to write. I would say give it, you know, maybe 300 words, you know, write two or three essays of 300 words, uh, and then take a step back and ask yourself as you reread it, you know, do I have more to say here? Um, do I like what I've written? Do I actually kind of want to write more? Uh, was it a little bit intriguing and fun to write those shorter essays? Um, and you're going to, you're going to feel it when, when you identify that one, you know, you're going to know that's the one you want to keep going with. Um, and I think that just can create a, a huge amount of momentum for a student is just feeling that comfort of, okay, wow, this is great. Um, you know, I liked writing about this and, and I want to share more. Yeah, I totally agree. There is that there is a level of excitement when ideally when a student is writing and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I could keep going here. Like, I like where this is going. I'm excited. Like, that's a great sign that you're on the right track. And I think for starting, I mean, kind of like you were saying, you're going to have to do a lot of writing potentially mm -hmm. as a warm up <laughs> to really even not even get where you're going, but like begin to get where you're going. Um, so I think expecting to do quite a bit of legwork as you're trying out topics um, and things like that. I mean, that kind of goes back to your um, sculptor 
analogy, you know, where you have a lot in front of you and you slowly kind of chip away at what's working here and and what isn't and where do I want to keep going? But being prepared to do quite a bit of writing before you even get started on your actual essay, I think it's a good plan. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's very normal to write a lot and use only 20% of it in the final product, right? Um, Right. You know, um, and I think uh, another really big challenge for students is that they haven't really had to write in this format before, you know, we, in English classes, you know, these students, you know, at least this is the case when I was, you know, I think back to 11th grade AP English. Um, but you know, you're writing a, a, a intra paragraph of five sentences and, and, and very, um, structured body paragraphs and then this, you know, formal conclusion. Um, and it just really isn't that way with, um, with these personal statements of 650 words or so. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's also, you know, a really big hurdle for students is, is they're not even sure how to structure it because it's an unfamiliar structure. Um, but, you know, how to, would you say that, that you've encountered students when working with Ivy Wise who, who just don't really know where to start? And, and do you have kind of additional tips on, on where they need to go? Yeah. I mean, I think with my students, I do, I interview my students when we're talking about essays, just to kind of, you know, asking them about their families, experiences that they've had. um, What do they enjoy? What do they enjoy about the classes that they like? You know, trying to uncover some of those tidbits. Um, You know, and those are the things, too, like I think what makes for an exciting essay is that it is a chance to share something that the admissions committee would not otherwise know about you. Mm -hmm. So I think if you could, I'm trying to think of how, how can you interview yourself? But if you can kind of reflect on some things that may seem very mundane, you know, about your life, your experiences, um, your family, your place within your community, like those could make for really interesting essays. So I think that's a good place to start. And I also think that the Common App does such a great job of really trying to prompt students with their prompts. Um, You know, there's a reason that a lot of them have like multiple questions within the question because they're trying to help you get where you need to get and say in what admissions offices are looking to hear in a way that makes sense. So I also think kind of sitting with those prompts um, can be helpful. And I actually often, I really try to encourage my students to write for the prompts and to stay away from the newly added, um, write an essay about any topic, because I feel like it's very easy for an essay to just kind of go off the rails and for it not to conclude in a way that makes sense um, when it doesn't have the structure of a prompt, which allows you to kind of stay on track. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point because so many, I think, initially think, oh, wow, a topic of my choice. This is, you know, great. I'm not burdened by 
these prompts anymore. I can write about anything. Um, and I wholeheartedly agree. I think that makes it harder to write a really excellent essay, at least in terms of how these essays are evaluated. Um, because, you know, you already are coming from such a new place having to write about yourself. That's already a little bit weird. It's hard, I think, in in many cultures to, um, feel like you're bragging, um, or feel like you're, you know, you're just sort of divulging information about yourself, um, in a way that can be sometimes, you know, even a little bit uncomfortable or a little bit, um, unnatural, um, because we just don't often share to those levels. Um, but I think that is also what makes those prompts so helpful is, you know, really unpack it and, and read every word of that prompt carefully. You know, you are going to be able to kind of create your own outline just based on, on that prompt. Um, and, I, you know, the other thing I'll add about the prompts is, is there's not a, a golden ticket, if you will, right? You know, pick a prompt that does resonate the most with you or applies best to your life, your experiences, your interests. Um, you know, colleges are not looking for you to secretly answer this one prompt. Um, it, it really is just all about what's going to create the most quality response from you, the student. Absolutely. Right. And I think sometimes people get too hung up on wanting to do something that's unique. And, you know, the Common App shares the percentage of how many students write for which prompt. So you know which ones are more popular. But that doesn't mean that you should not choose that prompt, you know, for that reason, because you want to do something unique. And I think that's the same thing with the topic itself is that it's easy to think, Oh, I should, I shouldn't write about that. That's what everyone writes about. That's cliche. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly easy in a way or possible that to write a cliched essay, but straying away from a topic because you're worried that's what everyone else does. I think you could end up doing yourself a disservice. Um, It's certainly something to consider, but I don't think that that's like the end all be all. And I think if you're setting out wanting to write something unique, you know, you may end up um, like overlooking some great topics and options just because you want to write something that no one else has. Right. Absolutely. You know, I, I think of it similarly, you know, if your first language is English, you know, if, if I were to do this podcast in French, um, it would, it would be different, but it certainly wouldn't be as good <laughs> because, you know, I haven't taken French since I was a senior in high school. Um, so, you know, you, you want to set yourself up for success, um, and trying to outsmart the process, um, is unfortunately not going to work. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would agree. Um, we can say we have truly seen it all in terms of topics, um, you know, to, you know, to, from the unique to the very weird. Um, and, and you can get a sense for the ones that are written for the shock value, right? They're going for something, um, to try to stand out purely because it's different. Um, but you know what I always remind students is if if colleges have seen it all, you striving for this ultra uh, out there response for the sake of being um, out there isn't really going to get what you want out of it, and it's certainly not going to represent you best. Um, and at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I end up reminding students that it's called a personal statement for a reason. Um, this should feel very personal to the writer. Um, and 
regardless of prompt chosen, regardless of topic chosen. Uh, I think that if you know, we put a hundred students in a room, um, and we all ask them to write a, a quick 500 word essay, um, you know, based on a personal statement prompt. Um, but none of them put their names on it. And then we threw them all in the air and they all landed and scattered around the room. Um, if we invited, you know, their, their parents, their guardians, their friends, um, they should be able to pick it out. They should be able to figure out which one they wrote because they know you and they know you well. Um, you know, it, it should very much feel and sound uh, like you. Uh, and, and that's actually what I think makes this assignment so special and part of the application uh, because so much of the application is about you. You know, it's about the classes you've taken and the grades that you earned and the test scores, if, if they're present, um, that you that you achieved um, and the involvements that you had um, and the leadership that you, you know, strove for. Um, but this is that one chance for you to decide what you want to say and how you want to say it. Uh, and, and I think that's a really, really rare thing. Um, in the admissions process, certainly. Um, and that's, I think, why so many admissions counselors value the essay because it forces them to stop looking at you as a number and as a GPA um, and instead look at you as the person that you are. Um, and so to not maximize that opportunity is is truly a shame. Um, and that's why I always really, you know, kind of want to push my students to create that most effective and, and most representative personal statement for themselves because this is the way to, to really introduce them to colleges um, well before they would ever step foot on that campus as a member of the first year class. Yeah, absolutely. And thinking too about the essay's role in the application, you know, after you have reviewed the things that you listed, does that, how does that shape, you know, your, what you think the essay might be, you know, in a certain application? Like, what do you see the relationship between like the essay and the rest of the application being? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that, you know, one needs to inform the other, I guess is, a, is maybe a, a strange way to put it. But um, at least for me, in the way that I used to read applications, I'd always leave the personal essay for last. Um, I think the common application, you know, sort of encourages that it is toward the end. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you know, I get to know a student from their transcript, from their teacher recommendations, um, you know, from their test scores, from their activities. Um, but then I get to sort of wrap the student up with uh, this essay. And, you know, maybe you're, you know, at least when I was back at BC, I'd read a lot of students who were very interested in, in the business program or the pre-med program or um, the nursing program. Um, and so you might start to be a think that you can characterize them based on the classes they've taken, the interests they've had. Um, but in no way do I expect that essay to directly, you know, show, oh yeah, this is a, another really classic business kid or, or pre-med kid, right? Um, if anything, I kind of hope that it doesn't um, because I, I already get that sense from them in their resume and, and in their courses. And it might even be represented in more detail in the supplemental essay, which so many schools now are requiring. Um, 
but you know the it, it certainly doesn't need to be directly academic or directly vocational to to the program that they want to apply to um, and I would never sort of expect it because you know as a person you, you have so many facets to you it, it could be about something totally different which is kind of the, the best part about the essay I, I never know what I'm gonna pick up but I, I know those good ones are always going to really introduce me to that student as if they were right in front of me. That's great. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. When I was reading at Swarthmore, I actually would read the personal statement in the middle. Oh, okay. It would be the last part of kind of the um, students um, submitted application. And then after that would be um, the recommendations and actually even the academics would come after the personal statement. Mm. Um, But regardless of how it falls, um, it is interesting. And I do think there should be a a certain amount of cohesion. And that doesn't mean that you're writing about something that's already present um, in your application. It just means that it should, in a way, like sound like you, like the people who are writing your recommendations, the person that they are describing should be the same person that I'm seeing, you know, on the page in the personal statement. Um, so I really, I think those are some of my favorite applications is when it all comes together and you're learning these new things, but it all makes sense. Um, and I guess if you're being, you know, true to yourself, then in theory, it, that should just kind of unfold. Right. Oh, definitely. You know, I, I always, you know, and again, I think this goes back to, you know, I think more and more as, as admissions becomes more written about in, in headlines and, um, and becomes more selective every year. Right. Um, there's always, there seems to be this race to, um, how can I stand out? Um, and people naturally think, well, to stand out, you should be different. Um, when in fact, I think standing out, um, is by producing really quality, um, pieces to your application. And and this being one that you get to control in fall of senior year, um, is really producing this quality essay. Um, and for me, you know, I agree with you. I think it's, it's those essays that always sound a little weird. Um, based on the rest of the application, you know, you're reading about this um, very cerebral, perhaps very, um, you know, quiet, reserved student in class from their counselors, from their teachers. Um, but the essay is very bombastic and trying to be very funny. Um, and and you can just sort of tell it's, it's just, it doesn't quite all click, right? Um, and so I think if, if you're a naturally gregarious kind of student, you know, be that way in your essay. If, if you're a little bit more of a, um, a reader, researcher, um, you know, you like to think, you know, let us into your world and let, and show us how you think and, and what you ponder. You know, I think it's all about, you know, really putting that on display. Um, and that, yeah, again, yeah, like you said, I think it ends up being a, a piece that creates a, a wonderful whole of, of getting to know who you are um, from the others who, who get to write about you, but then how you get to write about yourself. Um, and I, I suppose I'm, I'm curious from your and Rachel, you know, um, there's so many parts to the application, right? Um, but do you feel like the essay gets to play a real role in the decision making process? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like you said earlier, it's not going to the likelihood of it making or breaking your application. It, it's that's not going to happen. Um, but it certainly I mean, 
yes, people will read your essay, will glean things from it, will learn more about you as a result, and will also take that, you know, depending on the school that you're applying to and the process, I mean, that essay may end up being part of a committee's discussion, you know, about your application as a whole. And, you know, you're the person who read it, your regional rep, you know, may find ways to describe you based on what you've written about yourself. Um, I mean, I know we all in the Swarthmore admissions office and I'm sure everywhere, we always had favorite essays every year. We had kids who would, you know, knock our socks off and um, that's exciting for everyone. And it really, it does play a role in those admissions decisions. So I think that's something to, for students to, I think, like find comfort in because we're asking a lot. Admissions offices are asking a lot of students to produce this essay at a time that we've already established is already challenging um, in a way that they may not have experience with. So I think I hope that students will find comfort in the fact that that people really do read them, appreciate them, um, and that it it does play a role in how things play out. Now, it's not going to, you know, like we said, it won't make or break an application, but it can help to kind of sway things one way or another. And I, I don't think it has to be that knock your socks off essay to do that. You know, I think a student that has written like a strong essay or a solid essay and everything else within the application is strong and solid too, you know, that works. Um, So I don't think that everyone has to feel like they have to shoot for the stars and land there in order to, you know, have their essay play a role in this. Um, But I think it's just important to acknowledge that it, it definitely does play a part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's really important thing to underscore is, you know, yeah, while there's, I think, ways to really go about making this a, a great essay, you know, there you don't need to be the, the best essay of that regional reps pile, you know, in order right. to, to make a difference in your application. Um you know, I think there are probably each representative has a number of, of essays that they end up really loving every year. And, and, you know, I can still vividly remember, you know, in committees, um, you know, this, the, the, your notes kind of get put up in, in front of everybody or and, and you that note that you wrote yourself, oh, essay about, you know, this and that, um, you know, really cool. And, you, you know, you kind of do your, your two sentence summary um, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's right. That was this kid who, who did this. And God, that essay was so good. Um, and you just like that energy floods back into you. And, um, and when you're evaluating, you know, thousands of students, um, and, and making very tough calls, um, getting that rush of energy is, uh, is such a great thing to then associate with an applicant and, and often does, you know, yeah, play a big role in, in, in how a decision is made, especially when, when we're talking about close calls. Right. Right. Well, and let's just, let's go a little further, right? Let's, can you tell me about some of those, essays that you remember? Do you still have things that stand out for you? 
Oh yeah. Um, you mean in terms of like actual specific topics or, or more like pieces to an essay that, that really elevate it? Either way, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for me, um, I think I'm always a, a sucker for, um, those essays that really let us into, um, to just who that, that person is. Um, and that's something I really try to, to, as you described in your interviewing process with your RBY students, yeah, kind of just as, as we get to know them, um, you know, whether that's, you know, over a couple of years or, a, you know, a couple of days, if they sign on with us, you know, in their early parts of senior year, um, I always want to get a better sense of just who they are away from their resume, right. And away from the major that they're intending. Um, because for so many select highly selective schools now, they are requiring one more than one supplemental essay that does invite that opportunity to talk about academics and um, and the major and, and and the research into the school and, and and likely even activities that they've been involved in that relate to the major that they're interested in. Um, and so I, I've always enjoyed the personal statement that sort of diverts away from the the tried and true path of of what a student is interested in exploring and and then um, you know, showing me how they've explored it, um, because I, I tend to think that can come elsewhere. And so I, I like the students who are willing to take the chance. And honestly, it, it's really hard to, to really take a step back and, and like you said, almost interview yourself, um, or maybe talk to your parents or talk to your siblings or talk to your yeah, friends yeah. about the personality that, that you have, or, or, you know, they sort of get to describe you. Um, and so for me, you know, I think that personal voice is always a big thing. Um, and so the two essays that, that, still stand out in my career, um, you know, six years of reading lots of essays and admissions. Um, one was an essay about Earl Grey tea, believe it or not. Um, and, uh, it was just about this student's, uh, relationship with Earl Grey, <laughs> um, and how she, you know, would brew a thermos of it every morning and, and, and get herself to school. And it was kind of her way of, of starting the day in a more meditative way, a more, you know, purposeful way. Um, you know, on a rainy Saturday, she would curl up with her favorite book and, and a cup of Earl Grey. Um, and then she shared the memory of, of learning how to just brew tea with her grandma, who had since passed, um, you know, many years ago when she was a young girl. Um, and it was so simple, um, and, and so easy to read because it was just so quintessentially part of her life. Um, and, and what a cool window into who she is and and just something that plays a role in probably most of her days, but plays a very inconsequential role. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I, I think I was so taken with just the willingness to be so simple. Um, and I think maybe on the other side of the spectrum, um, I, uh, one of my favorite essays was from uh, a student. He was, you know, a theater kid, uh, improv group kid. Um, and he wrote about how his promposal went horribly awry. <laughs> um, and it was, you know, his idea to, to sort of coordinate with, uh, with the girl's um, sister and sort of he wrote up a big poster um, and it said, scream to say yes to prom. And his idea was he was going to kind of burst into their kitchen, you know, through the exterior door and startle her, you know, and, and therefore, you know, she would say, she would say yes to prom, right? Um, and, and what he didn't account for was the fact that um, the door was locked. Um, so when he threw his whole body into the door to burst into it, he just bounced off and crumpled to the ground um, and ended up dislocating his shoulder. And so is you know, would be prom date, um, who, who did say yes, actually said yes on the 
the way in the ambulance on the way to the hospital um, because oh, you know, memories. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, um, but you know, it was all about how he's like, you know, I'm kind of a guy who you know takes takes willing to take risks and willing to be myself, and maybe I don't always think through the next step um, sometimes, but you know, I learn from my mistakes and um, and make sure that that it's kind of fun along the way. And and I thought, you know, it's hard to write an essay about you know screwing up, right? Um, but yeah. Fun and it was lighthearted and it was humorous and, and that's just kind of who he was and and so I think with both I really got to hear about a story that I wouldn't have otherwise had that essay not existed um, and they got to tell it in the way that they wanted to tell it and for me those are really just kind of prime examples but you know I'm curious I think everybody has different taste in essays um, and certainly maybe different you know certainly haven't all read the same essays so you know do you have memories of of a favorite essay or two or, or just ones that you know the the formula if you will or the, the pieces that that help you make an essay stand out yeah I mean I like I mean I let's see one of one essay that comes to mind too is where a student kind of laid out the student was interested in music and jazz music and also math. And for the reader, they kind of presented how those things are connected. And I think I like essays where I can learn something and learn something about a student's process, but Mm. also where students maybe aren't afraid to go into some of the nitty gritty details about whatever it is they're kind of nerding out about, you know? So if you're writing about like hydroponic gardening, like get it, it's okay to get a little technical. I kind of like, you know, a student sharing a little bit of their expertise. And I also enjoy when they take two things that maybe on a piece of paper on an activities list wouldn't necessarily seem related to me, but for the student, they really are. So I always like that. And I like when students kind of geek out about stuff and get excited. You can, you can really kind of feel their interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's exciting. Um, and then, yeah, on the other side, things that haven't worked. I mean, I did read an essay once where a student wrote at length about traveling to a developing country to do service and being in the airport and giving his full suitcase to a mother and child. Um, and at the end of the essay, he wrote, well, at least that's that's what I plan to do. Or that's what I would do. And he had not actually done any of those things. And oh, wow. so, that's, that's like pretty egregious. Yeah. Um, because, and it really flies in the face of what this essay is trying to do, which is, you know, share something about yourself, share something that you've done. So I think you definitely should write about something that you have done not something and not spend 650 words you know leading a reader on essentially um you know it's okay to to dream um but you certainly don't want to present that as something that you've done and you've you've learned from and was an experience that shaped you um so yeah, that was not so good. <laughs> not so good. I think you know, big takeaway: don't lie in the person. Right. Yes. <laughs> the rules are really 
quite obvious, I think. In some ways, you know, we talk a lot about like debunking admissions, demystifying, and there is a lot of that because so much of this happens behind closed doors. And the decisions are so weighted. But at the same time, the rules are pretty straightforward. Mm. You know, I mean, and I think what you can do, too, if you have, I don't know, you don't have to necessarily be concerned, but, you know, asking for a peer, a, a, a teacher, someone to also read your essay, um, you should, A, feel comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm, um, and B, go ahead and do it. You know, I would say if you're not comfortable having someone read it, mm, I don't know, what is that? Why, maybe you should sit with that for a minute. Like, why are you uncomfortable? Because it's going to get read by not only many people, but many different types of people. So in a way, having people look over it almost can mimic the experience, you know, that your essay will ultimately have when it's being evaluated um, in an admissions office. So having people look over it may help be a surefire way to make sure you're not breaking some of those rules. Like one thing that comes to mind for me is humor. Mm. You know, it's sometimes it works. It's much easier. I think when you're with someone in person and you have body language and tone and all these things kind of um, assuring the person that you're with, that you're joking. Um, But you want to be careful in writing that if you're being sarcastic that you there are plenty of other clues for the reader that that's what you're doing so i feel like you know you want to make sure all those things are landing um and getting an extra set of eyes on your essay is a good way to do that oh you couldn't agree more and i mean i think you Anyone, you know, whether you are a, a well-renowned journalist or, or, or author, you know, they all have editors, right? They, you know, we all need a fresh set of eyes um, just to even catch silly mistakes because you've been too close to it for too long. Um, but um, yeah, from topic choice to how you're expressing things to, yeah, maybe, you know, using humor and language that may not come off in the way that you intend. Um, you know, that's why it's so important to have somebody, you know, again, right. You're, whether you're comfortable with, with a parent or guardian, um, a teacher or guidance counselor, even a friend, you know, if you're willing to sort of trade essays, um, I think the only time, you know, looking for feedback is a negative is, is just posting online. Um, you, you definitely do not want to put your essay up on the internet for feedback. Um, one, you just, your feedback, frankly, will not be of the highest quality because these people don't know who you are. Um, so they're not going to be able to really give you an effective evaluation. Um, but two, and, and a little bit more of a, a nefarious side effect, you know, essays get stolen. Um, you know, there's plenty of people who will, you know, freely use that as their own. Um, and so, you know, I, I would say it's it's really not worth the risk when you have people in your life who are going to give you a much better review and much better uh, ideas um, as opposed to a, a bunch of strangers online. Right, right. Like with when your people you know are giving you feedback, you may ultimately be able to incorporate that and do something with it. Um, whereas, yeah, random feedback may not ultimately have that same outcome. And, you know, people may 
tear you down. I don't know. I think sharing it with people that know you is the right way to kind of make sure you're representing yourself well in this process. Yeah, totally agree. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, if, if you had to really wrap up the entire personal statement, you know, and, and all of its many layers and all of its difficulties, um, and give one piece of advice about doing it well, you know, what would that be for you? Um, well, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is like pretty technical, um, where I would recommend writing a few paragraphs, um, erasing the first three paragraphs that you've written and sticking with the fourth paragraph (laughs) and using that to start your new essay. Um, And I guess that just kind of gets at the idea that, you know, it's going to take you some time. We talked about this a little bit already to like warm up um, and kind of find your pace and your direction. And I think that that's just something common that I see with my students all the time where they're sending me the, their first draft. And I'm like, okay, this is great. We're going to scrap these paragraphs and we're going to start here. Um, because you've kind of arrived at, at the closer to the heart of where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, with a word limit of 650 words or less, you know, depending on what type of essay you're writing, you just don't have the luxury of, taking your time, um, getting where you're going. So I think that maybe that technical piece would be, um, an important piece of advice for students. And then also, you know, I hope that when this process ends and you have written something and even gone as far as submitting it, that maybe it it serves as or has served as a way to kind of get to know yourself just a little bit better and to have done some important kind of self-reflective work. And what better time to do that, you know, than senior year? Your um, high school education is you know, coming to a close and, you know, you're not at the very end where it's like the last day of school and it's over, you still have some time left. So if there's something that you wanted to do that you haven't done yet, or, you know, I don't know, I think, I hope that for students at the end of the day, it can be something that they're proud of that they really feel like represents them well. I I think that that is achievable in this process. And maybe if you, Think about it as what do you get out of this? What are your goals here? You know, maybe that will help this process to be a little easier. Yeah, I love that that you said that. I think, you know, especially when students get in the weeds with how much they are tasked with doing, you know, not just with senior year, but with the entire college application process, um, the personal statement can feel like just one more thing to check off, you know, yeah. one homework assignment. Um, and, you know, that's why, I, you know, I, my bit of advice would definitely be to start early, right? You know, it's, it's you know, we're not even in the middle of September. This, um, this essay has plenty of time to be developed, um, 
and treat it like something that should be developed. You know, a, a really strong essay is not written in a night. It's honestly not written in a few nights. Um, you know, really brainstorm and reflect and think about it and write some things and then come back and really look at what's worth keeping and do that probably three or four times. Um, but do it with the notion in mind that this is a really amazing opportunity to think about where you've been, who you are, what makes you who you are now, um, and where you want to go. Um, and it makes the assignment daunting, but it makes it important. Uh, and it's the essays that I think really that value those those kind of aspects of it um, that end up turning out so well because you can tell there was true thought and true time spent in it, not even from a technical grammar way, which, hey, you know, I can do a whole other podcast on, um, but um, purely from an idea generation and growth perspective, you know, and I think a, a, any admission officer is going to want to reward and appreciate a student who really took that part of the process seriously. And like you said, Rachel, I hope the student feels like they really benefited from that journey too, because they do get to learn a lot about themselves in this application process. And the essay is a, is a huge reason for it. Yeah, that's great. And you know, if I if we had more time, I would ask you like, what would you write a personal statement about yeah. today? I'm so glad we're running out of time because <laughs> I don't have to answer. Um, well, I think I'll say for me, this has been a great conversation. I really enjoyed talking about this with you. Oh, likewise. Yeah, I you know I love talking about writing the essay and and you know and making this a little more attainable um, because anybody can write a really really good essay. Um, it's just a matter of of how you approach it and 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 the time that you're willing to put into it. Um, and and I think kind of shedding uh, some of the the fear that goes around it or the anxiety that goes around it. You know, you can see students start to relax when when they know it doesn't take you know this unbelievable um, magic to do something like that. So yeah. I, I love talking about the essay. So this has been fun. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Zach. Thank you to those who joined us today and be sure to subscribe and follow us to receive notifications for our next episode. 